You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. The seven-weekend run of the 2020 Kansas City Renaissance Festival was canceled due to the safety concerns resulting from the pandemic and reduced to a much safer two-weekend drive through event. KC Renfair veteran stage act the Jolly Rogers decided to go one step further and put together a virtual fair in cooperation with KCRF to be shown on YouTube. With some of Casey Renfair's best stage acts, the Jolly Rogers and their amazing friends put together a series of shows with the intent to reach out to all the folks that were missing the fair this year and to help tide everyone over until they hopefully resume next year. The Platte River Bard was able to do a short interview with all of the groups involved in the virtual show. In this episode, we talk with Marvelous Matt. Hopelessly in love with the art of illusion for more than 30 years, Matthew Gurley has spent much of his life learning, practicing, and perfecting his magic and his stage performance. Matthew was in high school when he was introduced to the Kansas City Renaissance Festival and instantly fell in love with the concept of living historical theater. In the course of his experiences with KCRF, he has played all manner of roles, including working for some of the artisans and crafters of the fair. And in 2005, he had the opportunity to team up with veteran fire eater and magician Rod Sipe, a.k.a. Dr. Doom Pei, who is a 30-year veteran of the KC Run Fair. Now, as Marvelous Matt, he has combined two of his favorite hobbies by performing magic at Renaissance festivals. In addition to magic and illusion, Marvelous Matt has expanded his repertoire by escaping from a straitjacket while suspended upside down 12 feet above the stage, five times a day. Subsequent years have seen Matt take on sideshow stunts, such as walking on a bed of broken glass, fire eating, and even the human blockhead. A human blockhead is a carnival or sideshow performer who hammers a nail or other implement into his or her nasal cavity via the nostril. (laughs) On a personal note, I have had the pleasure of knowing Matt, who, as you will hear in the interview, is an incurable smart aleck. Uh, I've also had the pleasure of knowing his wife, Danny, also an incurable smart aleck, and their daughter, also an incurable smart aleck. I've known them for very many years, and all of them actually are performers. He, as well as his family's talent, and dedication to KCRF over the years has been a huge bright spot for the fair and will, I suspect, continue to be for many, many years to come. Okay, and now we are here with Marvelous Matt, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing well. It's good to see you. It's good to see everybody today. It's good to see you. Yes, it is. My God, it's been uh, entirely too long. Um, and speaking of too long, I, I, we were just thinking about how long we had actually known each other. We right. determined that was probably entirely too long at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Holy cow. He has done, Matt has done, uh, before he was officially Marvelous Matt, before he was had become Marvelous he had done 
a good lord, a dozen things out here? Maybe. <laughs> um, I started out my senior year of high school. I came out and saw the site, and I'm a cheap person, so I noticed that there were holes in the fence. So I, <laughs> I came back through the holes in the fence. I do not recommend that for anybody now these uh, days. But, uh, no, those have been fixed. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I found a home at the jail here at the Kansas City Renaissance Festival, which doesn't uh, exist anymore. It's the old jail, yeah. Um, I have, let's see, from there I was a guard in the court for three years. That's right. And then I was a man of the court. Uh, and then I worked for the psychics hawking their booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Let's see. And then I... F- fell into uh, the Dr. Goodhand show. He was out here for one or two years. Okay. And his wife got transferred to Washington because she worked, I think, for Microsoft. Okay. And he contacted me and said, hey, you want to take my spot? I was like, sure. <laughs> so I started performing back in the, what was what used to be known as Stumble Lane. It was a dead-end lane. Oh, yes. Um, back... Now the, uh, I think the petting zoo is back there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly where my stage was. <laughs> yeah. That's right, I remember so, that. So one crappy show to a uh, crappy farm. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, and then uh, from there, uh, I moved up to the Robin Hood Adventure Stage, which is now the Dragon's Breath Stage. Oh, right. Yeah, it's Dragon's Breath Stage, yeah. yes. And then, and then there was a... Uh, I don't want to say a falling out, but there was a disagreement on terms uh, with the festival. So Fair I wasn't enough. going to be hired back. And then Dr. Doom Pei contacted me because he had, he had si- seen me performing and he took me under his wing and said, nice. Uh, you want to come up and uh, escape from a straitjacket? And I said, sure. What do I got to do? He said, well, we're going to hang you upside down. So for three years, I hung uh-huh. 12 feet above the stage, escaping from the straitjacket. <laughs> the rope was held by volunteers from the audience. Oh, oh that's right. That's yeah. right. And that is, you know, you're putting your life in someone else's hand at that point. Oh, my yeah. God. How did that work out? Um, it worked out fine until I started to uh, develop uh, uh, dizzy spells and things upside oh. down. It, oh, okay. Yeah. Hanging upside yeah. down for too long. Yeah, exactly. Fair oh, enough. my gosh. So, uh then we he moved. Rod has always been, Doctor Dumpe has always been big on the sideshow stunts. So we moved to yeah. the bed of broken glass, which I did Ooh. for five years. Mm, wow. Yeah. Mm. And yes, I did cut myself several times. I'm sure you oh. did. Holy cow. Yeah. And uh, those shows were always informative. I was taking things off and on the stage. I'd watch how he did his show. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot of the backstage things that he does to prepare and i carry those on in my own show um and then in 2013 terry elton uh, who was at the wizard's tower at the time he retired that's right yeah and the festival came to me and said hey you want to do this i was like i'm ready so i came back and since 2013 been doing my own show at the wizard's tower at least five times a day yeah, because we don't least. have a schedule. No, you guys don't have a schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the oddest things about the f- our our performance time. Yes. 
It's uh, just because and in the schedule, I think it says continuous, continuous. magic all day. All, yeah. all day. Yeah. So we alternate back and forth. Uh, we'll do at least five shows a day, sometimes six, sure. depending on whether people stick around or not. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, everybody's getting tired. They'll be up at the front gate doing the the, mm. the last huzzah thing. and. Some oh. days they'll clear out early. Some days no one wants to leave. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know it better than we do. Oh, it, oh it's both. We get both, man. Yeah. And it's the same way. And yeah, some days they, they will not let you stop performing. Exactly. It's just too bad. You're going to you're going to keep performing for them, and which is you know fine with us. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get interested in magic? Yeah, what oh. led to magic? Uh, flashback moment. I let's see. I was in uh, what second grade, and wow. I got a magic kit Ooh. for uh, my birthday or Christmas or something. And, yeah. Uh, I kind of look work look through that work through that. Um, the bad thing at the time is I didn't really look at the instructions for anything, so I just kind of winged it. Okay. So uh, my first foray into magic was rather disappointing. Um, yeah. But and in middle school, I had a friend who was in a, a church group uh, that they there was. I can't remember what they call it, but they were performing uh, uh, church-related skits or performances, music acts. Uh, and he said, hey, you've always been kind of interested in magic, so want, you want to do this? And so uh, sure. I did my own act for three years. It was kind of a competition thing, and I qualified to cool. keep moving up. Um, and then... During high school, the magic kind of fell to the wayside. Okay. Um, I had a, a box of stuff that I would, of all my magic stuff. So if friends come over, uh, oh, I'd pull sure. something out and maybe show them. And, right, right. Uh, and that was, that was really it when I met my wife out here at the festival. Yes, you um, did. You met Danny out here. Yeah, she will tell you it was <laughs> love at first wisecrack. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because uh, I didn't even see her. She was behind a curtain at a food booth, and she was. I said something to the girl that was working on the counter, and my wife smarted off behind, and we went back and forth. And excellent. So, and she came and found me the next weekend. And, but anyway, back to the magic. That's excellent. Um, yes. Before we got married, she said, "You have to have a hobby, because we cannot uh. do the same things." All the time. You, you have to have something that's different than what that you we do. do. Yeah. Yes. So do we have something to talk about? Yes. It's like, okay. So I joined the local magic, one of the local magic clubs here in Kansas City. Oh. And that's, I want to say that's where I really got to know Rod. Uh, yeah. I, I have an interesting story about the first time I met him, uh-huh. if we want to hear that. Um, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So how did you meet Rod? What was the, what happened the first time? All right, so it was, I guess it wasn't out here then. No, it was okay. not at the festival. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm trying to remember. I think I was either uh, at the end of high school or just after high school. Okay. okay. I was working out at World's Fun. Ah. Uh, for the fool, the guesser. Guess your age, your weight, your birthday month. Okay. And the guy that was running it was kind of a try to make money any way I can. And at okay. the time, he booked a booth at the 
Kansas City Garden Show okay. held down okay. at the governor's building down by the Kemper Arena. Okay. And he said, hey, come out and do this. So we shilled Sprint phone cards. This is back before Sprint was a, long di- was a, a phone company. <laughs> oh, okay, they, right. They were just a long-distance long provider. Long-distance cards, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we'd shine the cards around, and on one of my breaks, I'm walking around, just kind of looking, and there's this guy up on stage. And he puts on his... He used to do this bit where he would put on the, a chef's hat, and he, he'd make the line about... Oh, it's Tom DeLuise. Oh, yes, yes. I had never seen the show before, but I was very familiar with with uh, Cannonball Run. Yes. So Rod puts on the hat, and I'm walking past the stage, and I look over and said, Hey, it's Dom DeLuise. Yeah. And Rod's next, the next thing he did, his head whipped to the side, looked right at me, and said, Hey, you kid. Don't ruin my punchlines <laughs> <laughs> or something to that effect. He, he he really tore into me. Yeah, and that was it. I had I didn't know who he was except that he was a jerk. <laughs> and I walked off, did my thing, and then you know, ten years. I love it. Ten years later, I met him and we became fast friends. Rod's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, good guy. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. He thought you were out there heckling him, waiting to steal all his punchlines. That's hysterical. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. Um, well, strange year this year. I know we've had, um, and uh, things have been different. Did uh, did you get any performing in like at the first of the year before everything kind of went to lockdown or nothing at the beginning of the year? Okay, uh, we had scheduled some things that ended up canceling. Yeah, uh, I did get to perform in August at the Des Moines Renaissance Festival. Oh. It is a very—I don't want to say it's a very small event, but it was. They a, they yeah. moved from one of to a new location. Yeah. And they had uh, separated all the vendors out. It's not a permanent site. It's a tent site. That's right. And they, I heard they, about that. And they, yeah. uh, they hired me, and I did my shows, and that was it that, for, as far as Renaissance Festivals. Yeah, as far as, yeah, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we we really thank you for, for coming out today um, to, so we can – Records himself and try to, you know, make some kind of substitute for. Oh, it was fun. Not having Kansas City this year. It was um, fun getting to sit. I really getting enjoyed the show too. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. It was very clever. I like the comedy oh, yes. in about about magic into your act. Yes. I don't want to give anything away. But I, I had I just a, think it's a great show. Uh, years ago, I had a guy. I was up in Iowa again. Mm. Tell me that. You are so laid back that people don't know when you're screwing with them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good quality. And, though. and I've and I've held that uh, every year. I just kind of keep it on the level. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not in your face with it. No, there are times when I'm kind of like, here, can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and, it's um, great. Yeah. Well, thank you, yes, Matt. Thank you, uh, Matthew Gurley. By the way, he, his official name isn't... Uh, That's right, Matthew <laughs> Gurley. <laughs> Matthew Gurley is the official name. Um, we will have all of his information on how to get in contact with him, should you so desire, uh, in our show notes. And um, thanks for coming out and doing this, and thanks for talking with us. Yes, thank you. Yeah. 
You're welcome. Thanks, man. I'm not one to be a talker. (laughs) (laughs) You did great. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard. <laughs>